0: Congratulations, you've unlocked some Gorilla Radio. I am a crypto keeper, Steve Strange. I will break down a digital asset called cryptocurrency. But you're me rolling into central land. I got no time for glitches. I just need to buy land. They are chasing my parcels. What's somebody be telling? But I don't give much, because I ain't selling. My NFT is not another number. I put a price, so don't place a bit. what is under. The banks? want to see us there. Even for prices on our head, what's Be the change you wish to see in the world. Mahatma Gandhi. That is actually a shorter version of um, something that he actually, of a point that he was trying to make. And if you stick around to the end, I will read you the, uh, the entire quote. Of what he actually said. But that particular quote has become the most um, known as far as quotes go, as his quotes go. It is the most recognized and um, something that's the most uh, carried along throughout these ages from when he said his original statement. Welcome to the Great Awakening that is also coming against the Great Reset. I went over the Great Reset in earlier episodes, in episodes 3 and 4 I believe, and if you listen to those you'll find out a little bit more in detail of what's entailed with whatever the great reset is going to be. Um, but on the other side of that is the great awakening. And this is something much more indescribable because it is an impacting force that is overcoming the population with a sense, with an eye opening sense of r- recognizing something that should be corrected or recognizing something that has been in play that really should not be allowed. There have been a very interesting turn of events that have taken place. And as far as this podcast goes, it is archiving these very moments. Whereas this is a podcast about informing you on what exactly crypto, digital assets, and the innovative technology that will consume everything called blockchain will become, this is also to help you understand more about what it means to be in this space as you are. So to begin, I will go let me introduce you to a little bit of an introduction on the evolution of this this crypto space namely focusing on Bitcoin because of course, of course that was the first one on the scene. So as Bitcoin came onto the scene, it carried with it Uh, new levels of understanding. So when it first came about and was being created, so was the value being recognized. Every time Bitcoin went up 10x or something like a moonshot, a huge profit-taking opportunity, it brings a whole level and concern to a sovereign entity. Because in 2013, Bitcoin was being used to buy drugs or illegal items as if regular fiat dollars hadn't been doing that for decades already. But if you accept that narrative being fed to you, well, to each their own. Then, 2017 something called ICOs came on the scene and were becoming known as something bigger than traditional finance in raising funds ICOs stand for initial coin offerings and it is a a process of raising funds for the particular business project idea or the technology So you would come on the space into the crypto space with a name, a logo, an idea, a white paper and present it as something that will fix a problem. And the fundraising aspect of that were called ICOs. And in 2017, there was a huge amount of participation in that where a lot of participants were willing to donate, offer, or invest in those particular projects that one may feel had a good chance. And believe me, it had a huge run-up as far as the level of liquidity or the level of money flow that went into the, just that concept alone. It was over overtaking every other form of a fundraising type of platform that existed at the time in traditional finance. Now here we are. We are at the scale of central banks, the treasury, governments around the world, offices of regulators, and big financial institutions deciding to what level of a playing field we will have, or better yet, who will have access. This has now adopted to a new level where Bitcoin is and where it's currently sitting at a tremendous value when spoken to another who knows nothing about the crypto space or Bitcoin could be told how much one bitcoin could actually be worth to that point of it being such an eye opener that they try to comprehend what is this exactly that is so expensive or that it seems to be so valuable we are at a time now where this crypto space has the attention of very dominating influencers that wish to come in and dictate or offer official guidelines on how this space should thrive. Now up until now everything that took place in the crypto space was considered the Wild West and I agree it needed it needed some guidance it needed some structure it needed some assistance to help it mature, and believe me, that's where it's going. But at the same time, it still offered a level of genuinity that could not be tampered with. So, in light of many of the events that have recently taken place, something monumental, something rippled through the masses that have gained the uh, population's attention. Now, as I begin to explain this further, I'd like to make it known this podcast is for entertainment and educational purposes. I am not a financial advisor, and this is not financial advice, but this does involve various levels of investments and participations on where certain interests would lie. So when it comes to learning about this financial system, or at least this new incoming financial system, a whole new learning curve needs to apply. So... One instance that has recently taken place here very recently is something that has been in existence for decades now from the creation of Wall Street. Wall Street has many levels of equity firms, hedge fund firms, businesses, um very large scale players that have a lot of influence over the markets and something very very interesting took place so this space has been i don't know how would we say has had free roaming capabilities with those in the circles of Wall Street to learn how to manipulate the system and one of one form of this manipulation is a platform that allows the average citizen to participate in stocks and this platform is called Robin Hood now it's very convenient to access to access Robin Hood and to participate in the financial structure of owning, buying, selling stocks, and it's very um, it's very accessible and user friendly. So much so that it's very enticing when you're offered free something free in the platform to begin to be started. So. What happened was a particular um, hedge fund began to bet on the demise of another company. And it's referred to as a short selling. When you short sell something, you are betting that the value of a company is going to go down. Maybe just straight to the bottom. Value zero. And in the opposite of that, if you long something, then you'll be betting it to go much higher in value. So, one particular hedge fund thought that they would go all in. And I am talking billions of dollars in the effort of shorting a company. And I will say in doing so, you are... Well, they were actively participating in the destruction or the demise of that company. Now, keep in mind, this is a practice that has been going on for decades. So, this hedge firm, this hedge fund, short, was shorting a company and betting that it would fall in price and go down to zero. Whereby they would possibly then go in and acquire it at a much cheaper price. but nonetheless, the manipulation of this alone um, is is quite telling. And so an interesting thing happened from there. A group within a uh, social media platform known to known as Reddit rallied and correlated together amongst themselves a rather ambitious group so someone caught wind about this practice about this very move that was being made to short this company and sort of rallied the troops if you will put out a a message to many others many many others that this was something that was taking place and to counteract that everyone should go all in with themselves as the regular masses as people as this group as it was as an average investor to go in to this company that was being betted against to fail and to go in and buy as much stock as possible Upon doing so, you have a supply and demand that kicks in. And this rather large social media group went in and bought as much stock as they could for this company that drove the value of it so high that, well, many of the, um, the investors that bought the stocks they profited quite nicely because the, the value or price of that stock went up uh, very generously. But on the other side of that, the particular hedge fund that was betting against it, that was betting that price would fall, began to lose all of those billions of dollars and then some. This raised so much frustration on the side of these wealthy influencers that play this game on Wall Street that they stepped in immediately and began to take it upon themselves to do as they wish or saw fit to immediately halt and stop the actions of this supposed free market. Now, if you're wondering how this is going to tie into crypto, please be patient because I'm getting to that part, which is going to be interesting. But the point I'm making here is we are told that this is a free market that many can participate in with the hopes of expanding and multiplying our very own money in our own way, in our own understanding on how this is played but then when that's infringed by these centralized entities to come in and completely stop the game or halt the what would be a normal process and not only that upon halting and stopping and prohibiting anyone else from further participating in this supposed free market also took it upon themselves to go ahead and close out some of these um, some of these investments. As they would put it, it was for the good of the customer. They took it upon themselves to close that order for the customer without the customer's consent and forced to sell that very stock that they were profiting from this was a very bold move for them to do for the centralized entities for these wealthy influencers manipulators to step in as they did to make such a move but it might have been not only to save their own tail because upon them losing billions of dollars that was also draining into other Hedge funds that were also participating in this and were, they too were also losing billions or millions of dollars. But it was also beginning to bleed out a system the system, monetary system, the liquid system from where this money was coming from. It was becoming realized that these bets and these investments were unable to be covered fully. So much so that if it were not stopped, this very fragile, manipulated, and um, illusioned market could possibly have cracked and exploded or imploded. We may not know at this time what actually would have taken place. But whatever it was, they felt it very necessary to put a stop to all this because of something that could have happened, something much worse in the entire market scheme. But upon all that, that is actually not um, what should be of concern. What should be of concern is the platform Robinhood itself. As as it were, Robinhood is a private company whose investors are all of these hedge funds and equity firms. Which means this is their platform to allow the average investor To come in and participate in this stock exchange but more or less becomes a data collection a data collector for them to see what's trending and it becomes some inside information for their benefit so then they can come in and move and manipulate for their benefit thus Possibly damaging the average investor, the little guy, for their own profit. That there is the problem. Because where the user of Robinhood believes they are utilizing a service to purchase this product, they are in fact the product themselves. Unknowingly. This this is something that must be recognized and, of course, is immediately known to have something very wrong with this sort of systemic and enabled process within those walls of Wall Street. And if anything, that free stock that they're offering you should have a little bit more of a sensible feel as to why it's there. So yes, this is, this was a a very um, monumental moment because this was a, this was an example of a sect in the population to take it upon themselves to make a master move against the big guy. Almost a David versus Goliath type of situation where they were able to fight that particular system to the effect of actually bankrupting this multi-billion dollar hedge fund, which is also still affecting... Other hedge funds because as this price of this company has grown in value it is at this moment still sustained at that high value and going back to that company that was betting on the company to lose that company that was shorting in their process of shorting they are involved in a borrowing factor and upon borrowing There's always an interest rate involved. And as this escalated price is still holding, this interest borrowing rate is absolutely killing the big hedge hedge fund guys. So they're still bleeding out. And I'm sure they're still trying to figure out how to recover from this. The most interesting part about this was the the backlash or the response in various media where some very influential figures, well-known and other wealthy figures were coming on to do television interviews and speak in favor of what was done. Almost as they were cheering on the population Good on them for taking it upon themselves and fighting back against these manipulators. And then in another instance, there was a television interview of one of these manipulators themselves, a billionaire, who absolutely broke down and cried in their interview. So we are upon very interesting times as very interesting changes are still continuing to be in motion. And really, we haven't seen anything yet. And when it comes to crypto, I will say, and if you've heard any of my other previous episodes, you will know I have made this point all the way through about the importance of what is involved and what and how it benefits had this been a decentralized and blockchain system this type of manipulation would not be possible upon using a this decentralized finance structure It has within the technology, this blockchain technology, to operate with very fine guidelines and structures that cannot be manipulated. When an order is carried out, it is fulfilled with its true intent and purpose. Not to mention the money applied to... This financial structure is very limited or to the actual scarcity, meaning the money, the fiat money, the regular U.S. dollars that's used in Wall Street is divided, is fractionalized so many times that one reason they could not cover these bets is because they fractionalized the dollars fudging the numbers so much that the whole system is false. It's an illusion. And in contrast, in using cryptocurrencies or digital assets, they're more finite in its supply and they are not compromised with double spending. What is put in is it that exact amount and cannot be tampered or fractionalized. Therein lies a little bit more of an integrity type of system, especially for a financial market, which should never have been tampered with in the first place. I've covered different types of these scenarios in different episodes. One being the stable coins, meaning the dollar-for-dollar dollar fit of the money that you put in it, and then the, the other financial institutions that are involved upon purchasing these cryptocurrencies and how they're going to be applied to various financial systems and other aspects of what decentralized finance actually means. So in a sense this is almost a bit of a review to understand and recognize the value of what is known that this technology is capable of and it is known by all these already by all these people already in this space that have come to learn what this new digital and programmable money can do and when i say programmable money it's going to have its own operation that's going to be carried out as it is designed to do without the manipulation that people can do with the regular fiat money this is just a little bit of a familiar error familiar error to go and understand on what this what this all means the old financial structure is not what it seems And it will be coming down. Thus the great reset. And whatever that means. When it comes around. It's going to be known. It's going to be seen. That's why I'm asking you to please. Understand. These cryptocurrencies. There's still time. We're still early. So. Understand my effort in trying to present some of this information to you, this educational value to you. And it is not difficult. No matter what you may or may not understand, this is simply an app in your phone or on your laptop that connects with a website that utilizes this digital currency. Digital asset. It's an application that performs certain functions depending on what sector or what category it falls under. Whether it's simply just for financial means, whether it's gaming, whether it's for art, they all have those special purpose functions. And It's as simple as just pressing a buy button. You look at one of these coins, tokens, what have you. Read up on it. It's not that difficult. They all have certain functions. Not that you need to understand what this actually does. But that if you could apply some of that visionary aspect into where it's going. There's a new financial structure happening and this is part of it and if anything this was a moment of recognition for you to see how and why this transition is going to be so then there was this other peculiar moment that took place within this this uh, this highlighted company that wanted uh that needed people to go in and buy in into it to, to, to make that statement, to stick it to the system, if you will. Something very odd and comical, I guess you could say, took place. Because upon the highlighted uh, stonk, and yes, I said stonk, because that's another term that refers to this outdated, antiquated, and manipulated system that people know as stocks. And to me, as you can tell, I do not favor it. Upon this fiasco that took place within stocks, a particular crypto began to emerge. Suddenly, something started to trend. A hashtag started to erupt. One by the name of Dogecoin. Dogecoin is a meme of a dog. Now forgive me, I can't recall that type of dog or what what it is. It's a rather cute little fella, but when it was created, and it's a fork off of Litecoin. But when it was created, it was referred to as just a joke. It was just another coin that was able to be applied onto the crypto the coin market dogecoin i don't believe really ever had a true purpose or intention other than to just fill the space with a cute dog but the recognition and the 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 hashtag of dogecoin started to erupt in a way that caught everyone's attention i mean how could it not as much as people like cat videos, why wouldn't they like this dog coin? So then it started to sort of show its um, accessibility. And I believe, I'm not sure, it might have been in Robinhood. Um, and as I understood, Robinhood carried certain cryptocurrencies, but please note if there are any in there. Now, I don't recall that I I saw a headline that read that they were going to be delisting cryptos off of Robinhood, but that doesn't matter either way. Because if you're purchasing crypto on Robinhood, again, you're not buying a product. You are the product. And if you purchase crypto on Robinhood, you do not actually own the crypto you're buying a name to show the trend to reveal to the hedge funds watching that move and so the actual crypto of dogecoin started to emerge and erupt and started to gain a huge following and started to really escalate in value now consider this the dogecoin was worth .003. That is a, a fraction of a penny I guess you could say. Very very minute in value. Meaning. The affordability of something like this. Was very easy. You could put any amount of money. And, and, and gain or purchase a large number of doge coins. But get this. If you put a small amount of money in this very low valued coin and suddenly own a large number of Dogecoin and then everyone else starts to follow suit. That supply and demand kicks in again and the value of this coin starts to skyrocket. It starts to moon. It starts to take off to a point of it being actually worth a few more cents three cents, four cents, five cents. Now, considering when you, how cheap you may have bought that doge coin when you did, if you did early on, hopefully you would be sitting in a, a very handsome profit, a very easy profit because of the massive run up in the, the value that escalated escalated in such a peculiar coin because still at this moment it's not exactly deemed a serious it's not it's not considered serious in this space but it certainly has grown the attention now so this this generated another level that should be understood Whereas everyone involved in that stonk fiasco, if that same practice were applied in the crypto space where I felt it should have on any number of coins, choose one. If that same practice would have happened there, that would have been the easiest profit-taking opportunity you could have ever imagined without the complications of someone or something stepping in, dictating and halting your efforts and what you wanted or decided to do with that. This is the interesting point about crypto is from an investment opportunity, this very same thing is still going to take place. This is still a bit of an early moment at this point in time. But acquiring any number of these coins will eventually escalate in value as many more coins. As this space, as this entire new industry, new innovative industry becomes adopted and becomes more mainstream. It will phase out those old antiquated, untrusted, manipulated systems into this new system to where if you're holding just about maybe any type of coin. When the rest of the population moves in and starts utilizing this these services and purchasing these products, these coins. That supply and demand value is going to turn your initial investment into something you've desired. That you will desire. So really, again, it's as easy as that. All it takes is a little homework to read. Find out what a coin is. Now, as far as this Dogecoin goes, I can't exactly look past it anymore because I know just how popular memes can be or even how much pop culture can be admired as a collector's item. And this too is a very lucrative type of space. In fact, the previous episode with my friend Johnny, when we talked about NFTs, that's a very example of that alone. Dogecoin could be a coin or it can be an NFT. Either way, it seems that it's going to be valued. And another example of this that's more reality-based is Japan has something very similar, a coin called Mona, M-O-N-A. And it started out as a meme coin as well. And it has a image of a cat. And it became so widely used and acquired, so much so that the value has gone up quite a bit. And so much so that now... Various vendors and retailers in shops there in Japan now accept Monacoin as regular currency. Go figure, right? But it's just that easy. So, upon that example, I really don't see the Dogecoin being too different. Upon checking right now, right at this moment, Monacoin is worth dollar fifty. So that's pretty interesting. That's not bad. And as far as Dogecoin goes, well, it's it's definitely, it has a ways to go because it's at $0.03 cents right now, which is still impressive because for the most of its duration, it sat at a very, very low value, such as 0.002 or 3. Very low. So really my point here is the value in this cryptocurrency space, in this digital asset space, it's already known. It's already recognized in numerous ways. It's going to fix a lot of problems that exist in this antiquated financial system that we have been putting up with for a very long time. And to think about it, it's a wonder how we've ever even dealt with it this long, knowing that this resolve is here. So a couple of points, um, to make as far as this effort of this transition, again, moving into what's specifically called the fourth industrial revolution. And again, you will find more details of that in my previous episodes of three and four. It's, uh, what's also interesting is, um, Coinbase is trending to being in, um, the number four spot in the most, um, Searched or trending um, um, app in the Apple Store. And uh, I think that's one thing that's worth noting because, again, this was a spike of interest that has now suddenly gained some attention as to what is actually going on or what has been going on. Coinbase has definitely acquired some attention, some attraction. And uh, I will say it's based here in America. It's one of the easiest and friendliest user interfaces to use when it comes to accessibility. When trying to find out where to pick up digital, these digital assets, these cryptocurrencies, Coinbase is one of the longest running and most trusted However, it is undergoing some restructuring in preparation for much more massive onboarding. And unfortunately, they do not carry Dogecoin. I'm sorry for those of you out there that were looking for um, that particular coin to pick up, but it's still pretty accessible. I don't know if I've ever mentioned Abra wallet, A B R A. Abra is a, uh, a local, meaning national this, this nation, a national company. And you can simply look it up. There's all kinds of information on it. And it's one wallet that I also use. It's, um, it's quite easy. It's just as easy as Bitcoin, I mean Coinbase. And it's, um, it features much more uh, cryptos in there, including Dogecoin. And um, in this particular wallet, they also offer really nice um, interest gains on your stable coins. Um, And I go into a little bit more detail about stable coins in a previous episode. Again, I have delivered much of the information and education into uh, much that goes on in this space. And um, so, yeah, it's, it's not that hard, folks. It's not that bad. And if anything, it's definitely worth looking into. And I will say at this very moment of this recording, at this point, this early in the year, we, well, those of you not in the space yet still have a little time to get in on this before the boat leaves so to speak because this could be the year that we all begin to see and hear just how valuable this is all going to be so basically what I'm saying is I like the way the prices look right now because they are very affordable and that won't be that won't be such very soon. So, other examples that are going on um, across the space is um, one headline that I saw was uh, the Philippines has uh, been has become known as one of the most active crypto communities in Asia. That's um, pretty interesting. And this is a quote coming from um, an owner of an exchange. Um, and he goes on to say that it provides financial freedom to millions of, un, of the unbanked. I kind of pause there to just kind of let you absorb that and to think about that. Financial freedom to millions of the unbanked. This is a, uh, a system that is going to thrive. And ready or not, here it comes. So I'm going to have to cut it short here. Um, also, as an example of what this uh, one more point of an example of what this decentralized and crypto space can do and does upon many of the happenings that have been taking place there's also been of great concern with the shutting down and controlling of information in various types of social media and especially the regular media i don't know about you but i like to know what i want to know and not be told what someone else has in mind so one very interesting aspect of what this blockchain technology can do is it can provide various types of platforms such as such as social media platforms one called the li- called library lbry which is a video social media platform that can sustain videos containing information of all aspects highlighting any kind of topic and cannot be tampered with, cannot be shut down, cannot be taken away or influenced. It is as it is. The information is presented, not controlled. This is an evolution in infrastructure. This blockchain ledger will become more than you can possibly know right now reaching quantum status and that can be a little bit beyond our regular comprehension but this still rings true. This blockchain ledger is going to combine much more with quantum capabilities that will further escalate us into the future with much more innovative progressions. So on that and with that note, I'd like to read to you the complete quote from Mahatma Gandhi and what he was really referring to with the summarized, more popular quote I started the show off with. Gandhi said, we but mirror the world all the tendencies present in the outer world are to be found in the world of our body if we could change ourselves the tendencies in the world would also change as a man changes his own nature so does the attitude of the world change towards him this is the divine mystery supreme a wonderful thing it is, and the source of our happiness. We need not wait to see what others do. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for more disruption. This is One Nation Under God and Crypto for All. This has been globe Media Network Podcast. The Rogue Media Network Podcast.